The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO, the lending partner with the products, people, and technology to serve your customers and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau is revisiting its rules. But it's not just looking to fine-tune things. Chairman Rohit Chopra wants to rethink how the agency regulates the financial sector. But what does that mean? I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network, and today I'm joined by editor David Krzyzewski. Dave, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me on. So what does Chopra mean when he says that he wants to revisit how his agency regulates? Well, they've got all kinds of regulations that they have to enforce. Some were created when the agency was created. Some were inherited from other agencies. Some are longstanding directives that Congress passed that either haven't been enforced or have only been partially enforced. So there's a lot of things that they have to look at and a lot of things they have to enforce. And a lot of these rules are very complicated. They're not simple, direct explanations of what should and should not be done. They're more complicated than that. And when they get things that are complicated, it creates opportunities for organizations to maybe say, well, we didn't quite understand that rule. It's just a misunderstanding. Or maybe they say, oh, there's a loophole. Because it's so complicated, you get these unintended loopholes in there that they may not have thought of. So the idea is to simplify everything. Whether they can do that or not remains to be seen. And as you mentioned, I mean, they have they have a ton of of rules, a ton of power uh, across the the financial sector. Um, or do they have priorities, or are they just opening this up? Hey, let's look at everything. Well, he identified several different priorities, three specific ones. Um, one of which was the the qualified mortgages rule, which in in a way creates the non qualified mortgages that we have. There are mortgages that meet the rule, and then there were those that don't meet the rule. And there are rules and regulations covering all of it, but it's complicated. Uh, I took a look at it, and it took me a while to really understand it. But there are other things too. There, you know, there's the whole Dodd Frank Act, and there are sections of that that he wants to revisit. And there are other rules too, things like uh, property assessed clean energy financing under Section 307 of something called the Economic Growth Regulatory Relief and Consumer Protection Act. And again, the titles are complicated. It tells you the laws are complicated and they need to find a way to try as best they can to simplify all. So one of his priorities being qualified mortgages, what what does he spell out and, and what would that mean for the mortgage industry? Well, he says the idea is to explore ways to streamline and modify all of these rules for the qualified mortgages uh, and also assess different aspects of the provisions. There's the seasoning provision, which says something may start out as a non-qualified mortgage, but after 36 months, as long as the 
uh, borrower has continued to pay and make all those payments, then it becomes a seasoned mortgage and it can be considered a qualified mortgage, things like that. They need to go back and look at all of this and make sure that ultimately consumers are being protected, but also that lenders understand the rules and are doing everything they can to help protect consumers and their and their customers. Don't miss the nation's largest show for successful mortgage pros. Originator Connect returns to Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas, August 18th through the 21st. See us at OriginatorConnect.com. It's simply the greatest mortgage conference in the known universe. OriginatorConnect.com. Right. Obviously, that's their focus is to protect consumers, but part of that would mean needing to make sure that lenders, whatever sector, understand how to do that. But these rules are are complex in part because the finance sector can be complex and you want to make sure that you're prepared for different circumstances, unforeseen circumstances. Is there a concern that things could get too simplified or what what is what does Chopra say about his goal here? Well, again, you know, he he has said specifically that uh, simple bright lines, you know, if you draw a simple line, uh, it allows all parties to better understand what they're doing and why they're doing it. Uh, But it also prevents what he calls intentional misunderstanding. Because a rule is so complicated, it gives what he calls plausible deniability to a business to say, well, we thought it meant this and it really meant that. That's not our fault. Uh, But again, there's also this thought that complexity creates unintended loopholes, as I mentioned earlier. It gives a company an opportunity to hire a lawyer and dig into the law and find an out. And I think he's really trying to prevent that. Uh, instead, of, you know, it's not good news for lawyers. <laughs> uh, you know, there's always been talk about simplifying the, the tax code, and it's why accountants and lawyers are, do what they do. Uh, it's never actually happened, though. And, you know, again, this is a, a long process that he's going to be going through to make sure that what they have is understandable and whether or not it can be simplified to a point where there aren't these unintended consequences. Obviously, changing and, and simplifying the laws is one way to do that. Educating lenders is another. Is there anything the CFPB is doing now to try to get out of head of that concern to make sure that they're educating lenders on no, this is what we mean when we say this. Yeah, they have what they call an advisory opinion program. And it was actually launched during the pandemic in 2020. And it's a way to quickly provide interpretive rules to the industry so they can better understand what the rules of the road are. And the CFP is, CFPB is actually accepting requests for future advisory opinions on these complicated rules and regulations. And they're also taking feedback from businesses that have to deal with these rules. I mean, these are the folks on the ground who are having to m- really make sure they understand what they're doing and why they're allowed to do what they do or not allowed to do what they do. And if you want to get feedback on that, there you can send them an email at advisoryopinion@cfpb.gov. Yeah, as a writer, you can appreciate that sometimes you know what you mean, but the everyone else may not. <laughs> so getting feedback on what is that? Like the, you know, that can certainly be helpful. Well, you know, that's the thing about laws and, you know, unintended consequences, lawmakers know at the time that they write a law what they meant. But years later, someone interpreting that law may have a different interpretation of what they meant. And that that's where you get loopholes and, you know, well, what was the intent? And, you know, how do you know that unless you go back 
you know, if there if there's no tape or no video <laughs> of someone talking about why they wanted this law and what the intent was, it means it opened for all kinds of interpretations, and that's why lawyers get paid the big bucks. Right, especially if a lawyer is working for a client who wants an alternative interpretation. How do we get around this? Exactly. This is a way for the CFPB to, to get ahead of it. Be certainly interesting to see how these revisions go and and how the outreach goes on those changes. Dave, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me on. And we'll have the rest of your headlines right after this word. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. Here's the rest of your headlines for today, June 21st. Existing home sales fell in May, down 3.4% from the prior month. This marks the fourth straight month that sales declined. And one likely reason, home affordability has reached a 15-year low, according to Zillow. Mortgage rates keep climbing as the median price also ticks up, pricing out buyers. Redfin issued its own report that shows buyers are losing their purchasing power. On a 30-year fixed mortgage, home buyers with a $2,500 monthly budget lose almost $120,000 in buying power when the mortgage rate is at 6% versus just 3%. And that could be why more sellers are dropping their prices. Redfin says more than 40% of sellers dropped their listing prices in May, led by markets like the Midwest and Western cities that had been hotspots for homebuyers. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.